Hello. Welcome to the Market Weekly Podcast. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist. And this week, I'm joined by Maria Luz Diaz Blanco, who is the Portfolio Manager for our Inclusive Growth Strategy. Uh, and this strategy fits in broadly with our ESG strategies. And we just kind of step back for a minute and think about you know, how massively uh, the ESG space has evolved over, over the years. And arguably maybe started out uh, with a development focus, kind of thinking more about how to, how to do good, uh, perhaps more than necessarily uh, how to make more money. Um, since then, certainly we've had uh, the huge expansion within the environmental space as clearly climate change becomes a higher priority for governments and, and for investors broadly. So a big opportunity there. But now we're starting to see uh, new uh, ideas, new concepts and strategies, particularly within the social space. And that kind of brings us to what we're going to discuss today, which is inclusive growth. Uh, if you'll forgive me, Maria, I'm going to start out with a, a fairly straightforward and simple question, hopefully. How do you define inclusive growth exactly? Yes, Daniel. Thank you for having me today. We use the definition by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development that is inclusive growth is economic growth that is distributed fairly across society and creates opportunities for all. Inclusive growth means tackling social inequalities. These have actually increased over the past 20 years. Around the world, a majority of people now live in countries where income inequalities are bigger than they were a generation ago. The pandemic and the Black Lives Matter protests have put the spotlight on these inequalities. Here are some examples. Unemployment continues to affect certain groups more than others, such as people with disabilities, but also women, the young, and immigrants. Working conditions are precarious for more and more workers. That includes very low pay. And last, but certainly not least, social progress remains limited for women. COVID-19 has dealt a serious setback to improving living standards. It has highlighted inequality, adding to the risk of fractured societies and weaker economic and business growth. This is not just about income. It is also about access to healthcare, access to education. Social inequality has an impact on the economy and business. It limits who can afford what. It constrains talent. It affects the number of educated workers. In addition, inequalities lead to social tensions that can affect the climate for business and investment. All this means that the best way to fight economic exclusion is to address it from several angles rather than just one. And I raise the point here because it is a differentiating characteristic of our investment strategy around inclusive growth, that is to tackle the diverse dimensions of inequality. We believe companies have a role to play in reducing inequality given their place in society. And we believe that companies with an inclusive growth mindset have opportunities to achieve better results. So we see an opportunity here for investors as companies identify and tackle social issues, both in the world of business and in the wider society. Well, it's certainly uh, 
quite a bit broader, perhaps, than I would think most people initially thought uh, when they considered inclusive growth. That was very helpful. Are you seeing, though, interest from investors for strategies focused on, you know, what we'll call, say, the social pillar? Yes. Last year, we conducted a survey. And our clients are convinced that it's opportune to invest in the social pillar. Why? Because they believe that inclusive growth creates sustainable financial performance and leads to better risk management. Why do they think so? Because if you invest in companies that work towards inclusive growth day to day, it means that you will be invested in companies that promote social dialogue, decent pay, and diversity, that develop good quality products and services for all, that are transparent about their tax practices, and that work towards fewer emissions and less pollution. And that is a win-win situation for society and for the company. These companies are better prepared for the future. With an inclusive growth focus, we are thinking all the boxes, investing in companies that contribute to reducing social inequalities while being profitable. So I think we understand much better uh, exactly what the, what the term means and what the outcomes will be. So now let's get to the nitty-gritty. Uh, how do you actually invest in this opportunity? How do you capture it? How do you find the companies? And then also, how do you address the concern that you may end up sacrificing performance when you invest in inclusive growth? Yes, we are convinced that companies with an inclusive growth mindset have opportunities to improve their results. There are many ways in which they can do this. By developing employees' skills that enhance innovation, by paying fair wages and supporting employee engagement that reduces staff turnover. With greater workplace diversity, that means there is a better understanding of the consumer and more successful access to underserved markets. A focus on long-term relationships will ensure the quality and safety of supply chains. Safer and higher quality products will warrant consumer loyalty. So research has shown that companies that best manage their environmental and social impact and have better governance practices are more profitable in the medium to long term. Studies have demonstrated the positive correlation between sustainable business practices and economic profitability. As an example, if you rank the Fortune 500 companies by the number of women directors on their boards, those in the top quartile with at least three female directors reported a 42% higher return on sales and 53% higher return on equity. I should note that this is also a question of business risk. By not paying attention to social issues, a company can expose itself by consumer criticism or even a buyer's strike or boycott. It risks reputational damage. Ethical business practices are attracting more and more attention from the media and investors. For many investors, this has become a mainstream issue it is not just about the reputation of the companies you invest in. It is about their own reputation as responsible investors. To sum up, 
we believe there are good reasons for our focus on inclusive growth. So then how do you select the individual stocks that you use to build your portfolio? We start from a global investment universe of more than 1,600 companies in developed and emerging markets, including small and mid-cap companies. We screen for market liquidity, and we then apply our inclusive growth scoring model to arrive at a universe of around 1,000 companies. Next, we conduct in-depth research, assess the growth prospects and the sustainability of the company's strategy its financial position, and its ESG profile, and the skills of the management team. We set a target price for each investment case being considered. And we end up with a portfolio of 40 to 60 stocks. Let's look at an example. We hold a position in a large manufacturer of semiconductor equipment with a very attractive inclusive growth profile. This is an industry where the use of so-called conflict minerals could pose major social issues. Often, there is a lack of transparency in the supply chain. In that area, this company applies very high social standards. Energy is also a critical input. This company scores well on renewable energy use that is better than competitors. And finally, specifically on gender diversity, the company also does better than peers. It has good results in terms of gender pay gap ratios. So if I can summarize what you shared with us, Maria, uh, your first observation was that even as we've had, despite the pandemic, higher growth over the decades, uh, at the same time, we've seen an increase in inequality. Uh, So the idea that a rising tide lifts all boats isn't, isn't quite enough. And we appreciate much more now that we need to specifically address inequalities uh, within society and in companies if if we want it to improve. Uh, And if anything, the pandemic has just exacerbated what we already had in terms of these existing trends. You also pointed out that it's not just about inequality in income. It's about access to healthcare, education, you know, really a much, much broader concept of what inclusive growth entails. Uh, You also noted that you certainly see interest from investors in investing in this space, uh, but that when it comes to building their portfolio, uh, what you're trying to achieve is, of course, not only what should be a good outcome for society, but companies that perform well under an inclusive growth metric also tend to have better governance, better risk management, uh, and sustained financial performance. So you are able to combine the objective of reducing inequality and achieving your other targets, while at the same time uh, picking profitable, uh, good companies. When it comes to the nitty-gritty of building your portfolio, uh, you screen the companies using your inclusive growth scoring model, but then you kind of go through traditional financial analysis. What's the strategy of the company? How sustainable is it? What are the targets? So in that sense, not necessarily so different. Well, that's all we have time for today. If you would like more information, please check out our Investors Corner blog or reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact. My thanks to Maria for sharing her insights. We'll be taking a break for the holidays, but please join us on 23 August when I'll be speaking with Pamela Hegarty on our disruptive technology strategy. Until then, we hope you stay safe and take care. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice 
or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.